Welcome back for another episode of Transform Your Workplace. I've got a bonus episode for you. It's with Nicole Blevins. Nicole, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Excited to to chat with you today. I always love our chats because we tend to geek out on stuff. We nerd out and it's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And this one, we're, we're really going to geek out. Um, I know. I'm particularly <laughs> excited about this. I've like sprinkled little nuggets into other episodes about chat GPT. Yeah. Uh, the AI. AI stuff um, yeah. because it's it's gone completely mainstream. And I want to tell a little story. And I, I do want to hear how you started using it or how you learned about it. So I personally am a such a nerd geek when it comes to tech. I am always tinkering with stuff. I like to learn about the newest, latest and greatest tools. I have my tech stack for marketing and what I do. It's it's probably like 40 tools deep. I'm I'm not joking. I have subscriptions to pretty much everything imaginable <laughs> that you know helps me with design, copywriting, editing, you name it, right? So I've got yeah. I'm trying all sorts of stuff. I heard it was back in I think it was October or November, I had seen a TikTok video, somebody inputting a, I think it was a calculus a, a, a question from like a high school test into chat GPT. And I, at the time, I didn't know what it was. And it was like, look at this chat tool. So this guy put in the question with the multiple choice answers and then asked it. So like basically copy and pasted it into the chat tool and then yeah. said, prompted it solve the this solve problem. it show the work yeah. and then give me the answer and within seconds it produced the result so yeah. i was like no way like yeah, no I way i had that weird myself. reaction i'm like i don't believe yeah. it until i try it so of course i tried it yeah and i started messing around with a couple things where i really had the moment of like holy shit this is something <laughs> different yeah i was working on <laughs> I'm going to sound lazy. I was working on a survey. I had tons of data, 1,500 lines of, of data. And I'm like, okay, normally I'd read through all this stuff. Um, Try to pick out I trends. need to develop themes. I need to yeah. like basically cut through 1,500 lines of comments and that are qualitative data and, and develop some themes. I, all I needed was just high-level themes. I dumped, I copy and pasted all that in a chat GPT. And then asked it to give me the top three themes. And yeah. it did within five seconds. Yeah. And that the reaction I had in my body, I felt it. I, like my face was like <laughs> of shock and awe at the same time. Because I don't remember feeling like this except for probably when a yeah. search engine came out when I was in high school. Google came out. And I remember feeling like that. But this is different because I'm like, oh my God, this work that I would normally spend three, five hours doing whatever. I did it in five seconds and I was able to eyeball the, you know, the comments too, to see if it was accurate. And it was. So I had that like visceral reaction in my body of just shock and awe. <laughs> did, did you have any similar experiences with that? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I learned about this a little bit from my husband. He's kind of more into like tech and, and yeah. AI and that kind of cool stuff. So I first kind of learned about it from him. And he also like does a little bit of programming and was telling me like, you could, if you're having yeah. issue with your code, like you can ask it what the issue is and it'll tell you. And I'm like, no way. You know, similar to you when first hearing about it from someone else or just seeing it, I was like, there's no way I've got to like see this for myself. And so I was just kind of playing around with it too. I was like, all right, let me see. Let me, 
I like to write kind of in my spare time, like just, it can be like HR related, but also, yeah. you know, just like storytelling and just general writing. And so I sometimes get like a block of like ideas, like what is something I could write around, write about? I'm feeling creative. So just asking like, what are some topics um, that I could write about hot topics or something like that? And it just spits out topics and trends. And then that gets kind of my my wheels turning and I'm like, oh, that, that's something I could write about. And I would start writing on it. And I was like, what else can this thing do? It can translate. I like wrote a sentence in English and I was like, translate that into Spanish. And it did. And, but we're also, we'll also talk about some of the problems here yep. in a little bit, right? Because I'm like, I have no idea if that's truly accurate or not, but exactly. it looks right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's incredibly cool and a really powerful tool but there's of course drawbacks yeah. just like with anything and uh, people definitely need to be careful so i want to get into the positives first and we'll get into the negatives yeah. and, and the downsides because there, there are a lot of them um i mean personally how i'm using it i'm using it for what you just described idea generation title generation um outlines and then even like what's even better about it is if you give it really good inputs, like the prompts, I think they call it prompt engineering. Mm -hmm. If you give it really good prompts, you're going to get a better output. So like, right, for example, right. a lot of my content, like kind of like this is, is podcast oriented. So it's conversations like we're generating yeah. the content based on our knowledge. So I've taken like an entire podcast transcript from a discussion and threw it in there, copy and pasted it. And, and then I'll prompt it and I'll say, give me an, a title idea for this podcast episode, summarize this for podcast show notes. And it's pretty yeah. darn good. It's, yeah, it's not That's perfect, awesome. but it's, right. it's a starting point. So it's like, yeah. I'm cutting through 75% of what would have been manual work. And then I'm all I'm doing. is it. And the, the nice thing is I already know the, the, what, what the podcast topic was right. about. So I know, I know what it's generally about. So I know if it's inaccurate or not. Yes, that's exactly. the best part because what you described a little bit ago was I don't know if this is accurate. Like if <laughs> right. you're just asking it for right. it's like something brand new, anything, yeah, you can't really confirm that because the sources aren't there. So um, that that's how I'm using it. So I, I think what most people are starting to say is like the better prompts that you have, and you can if you can learn how to engineer that the best and ask it, you're going to get a way better result. Yeah, have absolutely. you had experience with that? I, I haven't used it a ton yet. I think, you know, I, I'm a little bit like afraid of it too. And like, this is so cool and powerful, but I'm kind of scared of it at the kind same time. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like, wow, I don't even know what to do. You know, the possibilities are endless. So I've really just kind of been playing around with it to see what it, what it does and what its capabilities are. But I have also heard the same thing. You know, I've had many conversations with, you know, colleagues and family members and friends about this. You know, like you said, it's a hot topic. And everyone's kind of learning about it and using it and getting into it. And it is, if you prompt it up front with a lot of information, if you spend that time on the front end, you're going to yeah. get a better result. And it, it saves so much time is what I'm hearing and learning from someone is, like you said, all that data, you know, 1500, you know, pages or whatever of text to go through, that could take you hours to do and say, oh, here's what I think the trends are. Right. And the fact that it can be done in, in seconds is a huge time saver. And also, you know, you it frees up your time to be spent on more like yeah. valuable, higher impact items than just trying to figure out right trends and something like that. As I mentioned, like when we first started this, this discussion is that 
it's it was novel at first because it's like it's so new we don't know how to use it but now as people like i mean in the marketing space that i follow so closely people are creating guides and ebooks and yeah. even courses yeah. and training on how to prompt it so it's gone completely mainstream where now yeah. professions all across the world and every industry are now like how can i use this to yeah. be more productive and so i want to hone in on the hr profession because that's where that's where we live yeah. and we do hr consulting so that means we yeah. we advise our clients we do projects for them we build handbooks and job descriptions and and do investigations and employee relations complaint you know stuff like that so yeah it, it you know compensation analysis we do it all right we train yeah. people well, enter chat GPT into the HR profession. Now people are, are using it to generate job descriptions, employee handbooks, policies, yeah. employee survey questions. Like what, I mean, what else are you hearing? Yeah. You know, um, also it's kind of integrated with recruitment technologies, right? For the recruiting yep. and screening process as well, which is like a whole other ball game that I'm sure we'll talk about here. But generating interview questions. If you have an interview with a candidate, there's a ton of questions out there. So, you know, something like, I want to ask yeah. a question to get to this particular type of skill, you know, generating those yeah. questions, um, you know, all kinds of things. It's, it's crazy. It is pretty wild. And I think it's the wild, wild west in, in many ways <laughs> too, because I think people are like, oh, cool. I can just blindly yeah. Right in a like generate an accounting manager job description right. and write and then they'll just take that and run with it. Whereas yeah. I think like if you if you do what I described earlier, which is like assume it's like sixty to seventy five percent of the way there, and then use the extra time make it better critically thinking about how do we maximize the the product the results of of what the output was. So that's where, where like the concerns start coming in. So I yeah. think um, I would be, you know, getting into the caution side of this is you're still going to need the expertise on that back 25% yeah. of this. Like, don't just like go to chat GPT and blindly say, write me a anti-harassment policy. That would not <laughs> be wise. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I think that's like the scary or dangerous part is, you know, people are going to use it more and accept that as truth. Right. Yeah. And, and say, okay, I'm going to run with this when, you know, if you're not an expert in that subject matter, right. If you're not an HR professional or expert, you don't have that knowledge and experience and expertise. Yeah. You may not, you know, realize that there's some language on that job description that's actually like discriminatory or that you yes, can't, you know, right. have in there. Or it may leave out, you know, key requirements, you know, like EEO language yeah. and language regarding um, reasonable accommodations for people mm -hmm. with disabilities for the essential functions of the job and just things like that. So, you know, ha having an over-reliance on something like that or taking it as and accepting it as truth, if yeah. you don't have that background to really be able to fact check yourself or understand what it, what that output is, it can be concerning and actually yeah. do the opposite of maybe the helpfulness right. you thought it would bring. Yeah. What's interesting about the HR profession, and this is probably true of, of other professions too, but as, as much as the HR profession, it can be black and white from a like, 
compliance perspective because laws are written a certain way. How often are you living in the gray? I mean, because you might have a situation come up with like an employee complaint or something. And there's probably like four different paths that an employer can can take take with that, right? And so you're sort of like using, like I'm just putting words in your mouth, Nicole, but you're probably using your your past experience and expertise plus everything that you've learned in all the curriculum and education because you've done a ton of education. You got a master's degree, you got the SHRM uh, certifications, all that. So you've got all that plus your experience. Yeah. Chat GPT has whatever (laughs) is input into the system plus whatever people are typing in. So it doesn't have the experience component unless people are dumping all that in from and it's learning based on responses. So that's what I say with all this is it doesn't have the expertise experience lens in any of these responses. Yeah. And, and those types of conversations are so like nuanced and complex, right? Because every situation is different, right? In terms of the performance concern or the employer relations issues or whatever's going on. And then there might be multiple different options like you, like you mentioned, but also it depends on what like the industry of the client is kind of what direction maybe they might want to go or their level of risk tolerance of the organization or just a myriad of other factors that um, a, a quick technology or AI is not going to be accounting, accounting for in their head or not going to know from you know prior industry experience of dealing with those similar situations what mm-hmm. that will look like. So it can go in so many different directions based on so many different factors. And it really needs to be a conversation to, to yep. figure that out. Let's hone in on a few more problems with this. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about this tool, by the way, yeah. and just what AI can do overall. I've seen benefits to it. So I'm not sure poo-pooing this, what, <laughs> whatever, right. lack of a better totally. term. I think it's an amazing technology and I think it's yeah. going to make us all more productive and better off. There are some problems that I see, yeah. and I want you to, to respond to any of these that um, come up. Sources and plagiarism. Sources don't come up. So if you're asking for certain information and it might give you something back that's very specific and maybe factual, it's not sourcing where it's coming from. Right. So yeah. then, then you're like, okay, well, am I using somebody else's content? Yeah, like where did this content come from? Come from? <laughs> Because I know yeah. like in the image space, this is coming up. So like uh, tools like Midjourney and uh, Dolly, they are basically taking art from yeah. the database and it's using like... And creating cre- like, new art. Yeah. Yeah. It's like people like people created art and it's have, it's all it's taken all that into account and, and spitting out whatever you prompt it with. And so that's pl- like, I think it's plagiarism. plagiarism. Yeah, for sure. It's certainly, yeah, it's definitely a form of plagiarism and just like, you know, thinking of like kids in school too, like utilizing this yes. technology. They've, I remember having to write a lot of different papers and things like <laughs> that in school and we did not have this type of technology, but, you know, being no. young and naive, I could totally see someone being like, my paper, like, let me go in here. Oh, look, my paper's done. Right. And oh. then there's the concern of, did you learn from that? Did you actually, you know, do the work to set yourself up for success and really get it to what the purpose of that assignment or that activity was to yeah. get you to learn? Inaccurate information is something I worry about too, because it even says, I think in the fine print somewhere is like, all this is all, all the training information for chat GPT was 
pre-COVID. So that means yes, 2019 right. and earlier is what it has yeah. information on. Means current news, current like maybe yeah. scientific findings that it didn't know about before. So yeah. cautious, be cautious when you're act, like looking for facts. That's that's another thing I'd say. Because think about it in the HR yeah. space. How many laws have changed since 2019? A lot, especially a lot. in Oregon and like paid leave Oregon, right, is is coming to us very quickly here in September. And yep. this would know nothing about that or have yep. no information. Bias is another concern of mine. Yeah. So this Ugh. what this chat GPT was trained by a, a group of engineers, probably yeah. uh, probably a large yeah. group because this is a complicated tool and people have biases. So yeah. they're inputting the information. And then now that it's machine learning, people who are prompting and putting in information that it's learning from are also biased. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've read another, you know, an article about this that talked specifically about like AI in recruiting technology and yeah. software systems to where like, it may not be set up to be biased. You know, it may not be set up to say like, we want to eliminate these candidates or people, but because of that machine learning component, right, it learns over time based on who you end up hiring or saying is your best candidate in the system and updating the system on who's your good candidate, you know, who, who you didn't move forward with. And it can learn bias, not intentionally, right, but just by the nature of like, hmm, all of the people that you're hiring are white males. So white males must be the best candidate. And so that's what I'm going to give to you and screen out all the rest moving forward, which yep. obviously is problematic. So while the intention is good, right, and how we're using it and saving time and setting it up on the front end, it can learn those biases from us as humans because we're innately biased, right? Yep. This last point I'm, I'm going to make about the problem, I think it's, the, it's probably the biggest one because I see long-term downstream problems with this. Non-critical thinking when you're when you're doing this. So, like, let's say I'm just gonna use a stupid example. Let's say I'm, I'm gonna post a job for I'm gonna hire an HR manager. So I I say, Chad GPT, write me a job description for an HR manager. So it's gonna spit out a result based on all of its learning, right? Yeah. So then let's say I go and post that, you know, publicly. I didn't change it at all because I'm like, oh, this is good enough. I'm gonna go hire for a position. So then that lives out in the web somewhere. And let's say somebody else out like copies it, right? Yeah. Which is fine. Take take that. But then let's <laughs> say another person goes into chat GPT. HR manager job description, write one for me. Spits out the same result. Yeah. And then they post it on their website. So I my concern long term is if we don't use critical thinking and like the prompt engineering and then even customize it on the back end or whatever it outputs. I'm worried that we're going to become some homogenous <laughs> society when we're we're trying to celebrate diversity and like yeah different backgrounds and thought and when you blindly use yeah. a tool with no creativity and critical thinking on the back end of it we are doomed. Yeah that that has you know crossed my mind and been a concern of mine is like you know what I I can I can see easily people having an over-reliance on something like this and then losing the ability to like be creative and like use critical thinking and problem solving to like figure something out. And, you know, also like you mentioned this, this AI content, it's all coming from 
things that were written before, right? Like yeah. past photographs or inter internet information that's available out there that's been written before. So like what happens if we start, we, if we stop writing new things, right? Yeah. Then it, it's not going to have new or updated information to pull from because it's just pulling from the same old information because no one is like being creative and using that critical thinking and problem solving to put new content out there yeah. that's truly new content, right? right? For the system to even be able to pull from on a perpetual basis. So yeah, yeah that is a concern of mine because I, over my years of experience, right, I've had to learn to problem solve and craft, you know, professional emails and like, you know, different things to different people. And that took me a long time to figure out. And it, communication is so nuanced, right? Like, based on who you're talking to in the audience and a human, right, needs yeah. to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a really good discussion. The story's not over on this one. This is just <laughs> right. beginning. So yes. I, I want to keep this door open to keep talking about this because it's going to infiltrate every industry. And yeah. I'm curious what happens in the HR industry. My prediction is that all these technologies, so these big platforms, you know, we're on a platform called Prism that we use for all of our payroll processing. Yeah. Um, you know, third-party tools like applicant tracking systems, performance management. I bet you all of them start to integrate AI somehow into their yeah. technology platforms. Yeah. And then, you know, you still need someone to, you know, be able to run and develop that and be a control, right? To keep it in line and make sure we're yeah. checking those references and being accurate and considering bias and all those things we've talked about today. Yeah. Nicole, this has been a lot of fun uh, geeking out with yeah. you on chat GPT. Um, anything yeah. you want to say just in closing? Just be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, but be Have careful. Have fun, but be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, chat GPT responsibly. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, Nicole. Thanks so much. All right. See ya. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guest's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws. The material and information presented on Transform Your Workplace is for general information and educational purposes only. Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws, does not necessarily endorse any guest, their business, or any organization they represent. Discretion is advised. Please work with a trusted advisor to find a custom approach that fits your organization's needs.